Reconnect and heal today. Welcome to Love Never Dies with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Love Never Dies Radio on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network and Dr. Turndorf. Turn on the love on Binge Networks TV, and we're also streaming live on YouTube. So I have a question for you. It's a painful question to even consider, and that is, have you been butchered by healthcare? According to my guest today, healthcare is corrupt. The U.S. is the worst of all. My guest, Dr. Yoho, says the situation with COVID, fraudulent vaccines, and the concealed therapies is the same story written large and on a world stage, and we are dealing with criminals. Dr. Yoho calls himself a healthcare whistleblower whose mission it is to expose insurance, big pharma, and medical specialty wrongdoing. Dr. Yoho was a board-certified emergency physician and cosmetic surgeon who practiced medicine in the United States until he retired two years ago. He has recently published two books, Butchered by Healthcare and Hormone Secrets. You can listen to his podcasts about the book um, at Buzzspot. On, his, on my website at AskDrLove.com, you'll, get, you'll have the links to his Buzzsprout and Rumble podcast, all kinds of uh, links to listen to his work, find his books, his website, RobertYohoAuthor.com. Without further ado, welcome, Dr. Roho. I think we said before we went on air, you want me to call you Robert. You're not, you're not down for the doctor thing, so you're going to call me Jamie, too. So we got that out of the way, right? That's fine. Thank you, Jamie. I'm retired, so no, you don't have to doctor me. I've left the foreign legion, so to speak. So, so I don't no longer have an official rank. All so, right. Well, I still have it, but yeah. let's be equal with each other, you know? So where do we begin? How did you, I mean, I assume for you to get into this whistleblowing, you had to witness a lot of malpractice. It's, it's a crazy story, but let me, let me do the standard disclaimer first. Forgive me for this, but uh, physicians in the United States are subject to all kinds of legal idiocy. So we have to say this is not medical advice. If you have a medical problem, go see a doctor. And uh, this is just informational purposes, et cetera, et cetera. So forgive me for, uh, for uh, doing that because I've spent the last four years researching what I'm about to tell you. And I believe every word of it is true and it's heavily referenced. So I, uh, I'm like Rip Van Winkle. I just sort of woke up and realized that I've been asleep for 30 or 40 years. And I, I, I had no clue about what was going on. And my, my key to getting into this thing was, um, I was, uh, you know, a happy little cosmetic surgeon doing breast dogs and so on and so forth. And I, I got involved with, um, hormone therapy. And I realized that a lot of the narratives surrounding, and this is my book that I eventually published about uh, hormone uh, uh, treatments. And most of my patients, by the time I retired, were over 50, and most of them were women. And the hormone therapies were just virtually miraculous. I mean, it was just an amazing thing. And as I became trained and I got more and more into the story, I realized that these are some of the best medications that we've ever had in healthcare. And our experience with them, uh, these bioidentical hormones, were they, they were a century's experience. I mean, it's unbelievable. But 
the strangest thing was that the FDA had placed these black box warnings on testosterone and progesterone and estrogen, claiming they caused heart disease and stroke and death and all kinds of things. And it was completely fraudulent. And I, it's the opposite. I, it's, you know, after menopause, you're more at risk of stroke and heart disease and that the hormones give you protection. That's, that's precisely right. But, um, and I couldn't believe it. And I gradually, step by step, uh, learned about hormonal corruption and the, uh, the, the false stories that these companies that, who were promoting, which were promoting uh, uh, patented drugs that cost thousands of dollars instead of these inexpensive natural supplements um, and why this whole thing uh, happened for hormones. And then I was drawn into general healthcare corruption because I just couldn't put it down. I, I sort of had an obsessive attack and I eventually published this very inflammatory book, Butchered by Healthcare, about uh, general healthcare corruption, everything from um, you know the, the way the insurance companies run the, the show to individual medical specialties. And we can talk about any of that if you'd like. Um, and then finally, I got into COVID and the fraudulent vaccine and I, I, I identified the story relatively early because I've seen what these pharmaceutical companies were capable of from my study of general medical corruption. And the thing that your listeners, I'll, I'll tee off with this, these companies have more criminal settlements than before federal prosecutors in the United States than any industry in history. And Pfizer has more than any other company. So it's these are these these uh, organizations have been called mobsters by their their CEOs and their you know the people that are um, are retired from them and I can I can quote that if you'd like but it's it's a remarkable story when people like this uh, get so much power in America. It's terrifying. It's so terrifying. you know the thing I think I read somewhere that the um, Pfizer and, and Moderna and J&J, Johnson and Johnson, are exempt from any kind of litigation, any kind of medical malpractice for the problems and the, the deaths as a result of the vaccines. This, this, is a, uh, this is a key to understanding the mystery of why we're going after children who have 100 times the fatality rate with the vaccine than they have with COVID. Why are we going after these children? And the reason is that if they get approved for children, these companies have permanent exemption from litigation. It's an unbelievable story. And the mendacity here is beyond anybody's imagining. It's, it's beyond belief. Can you say more? Oh, yeah. So there's a, a few things that even everybody in the hospitals understand, even the janitors, right? Obviously, the kids should never get vaccinated for any reason because there is, we're, we're, trying, we're sacrificing our babies to supposedly protect the adults, which actually doesn't work. Pregnant women should never get the shot because some studies have, just have showed 80% fatalities in their fetuses. And obviously, everybody seems to know, but it, the lies continue thick. Once you get COVID, you can never get it again in any substantial fashion. Now, there are some anecdotes about a, a secondary COVID, but they don't get very sick. And even the new variants are protected. Uh, we, we're protected against the new variants. So there, there is no, this vaccine confers no immunity. And lastly, of those in the hospital now with COVID, 60% in the US, 80% in the UK, and 90% in Israel have already been vaxxed. 
So the, the whole thing is a, a based on a bunch of absurd premises that just don't work. And we haven't even gotten to the really, really sick part yet, which is the therapies that are getting hidden and concealed. So. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm also uh, hearing other MDs talking about these nanoparticles that are in the vaccine and they operate like razor blades on the endothelial lining of the arteries, which is explaining the bleeds, the strokes, the organ damage that people suffer after getting the vaccine. Well, this stuff clearly uh, creates a lot of uh, inflammatory uh, and thrombotic or uh, blood clotting problems. Um, the thing about the razor blades, I don't know, I, that's sort of a mechanistic uh, story that's beyond me. And I'm a clinician, so I, or I was a clinician. And well, it's I'm, not literal yeah. razor blades. You understand? It's the, it's a, it's, how do I explain it? I'm going to look up the reference when we're in a break and I'll, um, I'll talk to you about it because it's this MD did. Um, I, I'm so sorry that I didn't. Um, I didn't take more time to to get the name of what this is. But I'm going to get it while we're on the break. Well, I just wanted to emphasize that cl clinical uh, decision making and thinking is simpler than that, and it, it doesn't involve like thinking about what's going on microscopically or spike proteins or any of that. Is it's more what I'm concerned with is studies of people and understanding the number of people who's who've died and the the data we have, which is outrageous. And I. I mean, I think I should explain a moment about how the money goes around in healthcare, and that that'll sort of be a key to uh, for your listeners to understand what's going on. Right. So, so we rain money on healthcare per capita. Our medical spending is twice what any other developed country is. We we now spend the same amount on healthcare as the entire federal budget. So that makes these guys, and I'm talking about the healthcare barons, they they are able to bribe and pay off anyone. The, the other thing that people may not understand is that two tech giants alone, Apple and Google, their their market caps are bigger than the entire federal government. I mean, we're the the feds are they're basically impotent in the face of this wall of money. And we've got the the way this whole thing has happened last 20 years, we've got 50 to 70 percent of us taking prescription drugs. It's more than anywhere else. And big pharma's worldwide gross revenues are 1.3 trillion, which is 75% of his profits come from the U.S. So they focus on us. It is crazy. Yeah. And you know, my latest book, if you think you don't have PTSD, think again. Uh, <laughs> I've got PTSD. Who doesn't? The, yeah. it's, the subtitle is the first research-backed drug-free remedy for the global PTSD pandemic stress syndrome. And in the book, I explain published NIH research that Stress, whether it's emotional, biochemical, physical, causes a rapid excretion of magnesium, and the rapid magnesium loss triggers HPA axis dysfunction, which instantly triggers PTSD. And the supplementation with magnesium reverses this whole cascade. So I'm mentioning this now because it turns out that, according to all the research I've done, most Every condition or disease is a magnesium deficiency in disguise because we need magnesium in over 1,040 enzymatic functions. And so when you lose your magnesium, you get sick. And I'm coming to the idea of the pharmaceuticals because 
many of these drugs make us lose our magnesium and make us get sicker. How much magnesium do you need a day? Well, the thing is now, because of all the glyphosate residues and so on and so on, you, you need a lot. But the, the trick is that you can't take a dose that you need without getting diarrhea if you take it orally. So the workaround, and this is why I'm singing far and wide about electromagnesium because you apply it transdermally. I don't sell it. I'm not a distributor. I'm not an affiliate, but I talk about it and I use it with my patients and it reverses the PTSD and all kinds of conditions, pain syndromes, sexual dysfunction, everything, because the magnesium is, the, is really the precursor of most functions in the body. I went, I went on her podcast. She's Australian. Yes. This is yes, who you're talking I know. about. Absolutely. Yeah. And so for most people, they need about a thousand milligrams a day uh, transdermally, you know? So, and, and this is why I know that people who take these pharmaceuticals become sicker and sicker. And, and it's because we're losing our magnesium and developing new and worsening conditions. Then the drugs we are given for that create more magnesium depletion and more illness. It's a real crime. Well, so let me, let me do a couple of quotes next about uh, the Pfizer marketing vice president, Peter Ross, said he compared the drug makers to mobsters. He says, it's scary how many similarities there are between this industry and the mob. Obscene amounts of money, killings and deaths, bribing politicians and others. The difference is all these people in the drug industry look upon themselves as law-abiding citizens. However, when they get together as a group, it's almost like when you have war atrocities. People do things they didn't think they were capable of because a group can validate what you're doing is okay. Another CEO, a CEO of Park Davis said, if we put horse manure in a capsule, we could sell it to 95% of these doctors. And that exemplifies the attitude of these people towards the patients and the doctors. Basically, the whole thing is a con job. Like the doctors, they're saying, are stupid sheep. And they the, are. The drug reps tell them, oh, sell this and it could be horse manure and they'll and they'll sell it to their patients you can't imagine how consuming practicing medicine is it's just between trying to run your business and patting people on the back and trying not to get sued for malpractice and this and that and the other thing it's just you you know the intellectual burdens of trying to keep up or trying to figure out what's what are practically insurmountable for most of us yeah and you have to be doing constant research and who has the time to do that when you're in practice it's very difficult so these three-letter organizations, the NIH and the FDA and the, you know, the World Health Organization, all these things are entirely creatures of pharmaceutical companies now. You didn't mention the CDC. The Is CDC, yeah. Also, okay. So the FDA, for example, <clears throat> since the early 2000s, they get over half of their revenues directly from pharmaceutical companies through user fees, which are incurred during the patent process. And so since then, the FDA started to regard the pharma as clients rather than entities to be regulated. And basically, they're entirely unreliable. I mean, you, you hear that the FDA did this or they did that. They're just, they're essentially marketing the marketing arm of the pharmaceutical companies. So they, the FDA and the pharma working together, they shamelessly fake studies required for drug patents now. And uh, here's another quote from Peter Gurcha, who's one of the founders of Cochrane. He said, 
The pervasive scientific misconduct has led to a research literature where one has to dig deeply to find the few gems among all the garbage. So the, these guys are just essentially marketing whatever they feel like. And in the case of this vaccine, they have, they're marketing something that's much more harmful than doing nothing. The British Medical Journal is one of the last journals which seems to have some integrity. And they, in July 2021, their editorial said the title was Time to Assume That Health Research is Fraudulent Until Proven Otherwise. So, I mean, it's, it's a sad, sad scene. They've, they've all been bought by the medical industry. Corporate ghostwriters write 95% of their articles, and the big-name authors get a fee for sticking their name on whatever the hell, excuse, excuse my French, whatever the heck uh, pharmaceutical companies uh, uh, want, want to advertise next. So we create uh, this, uh, this global terror, and then everyone is convinced based upon what the mainstream media, media says, you have to take this vaccine or you will die. And oh, if you get the COVID, um, you won't die if you've been vaccinated. This is the, the, the common party line that's being perpetrated, right? It's a catechism. And the amazing, the thing that most observers don't understand is this is the modus operandi of pharma for decades to create research, to lie about the studies, to even do completely false studies with the wrong doses of drugs to demonstrate the opposite of what is reality. I mean, I watched this with the thyroid drugs. They were using the wrong doses of pork porcine thyroid, which is the natural version, in order to demonstrate that it didn't work. They used doses that were too small. But with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, they have used doses that are toxic in third world countries and compare and use these, these research, quote, research studies to discredit these drugs, which are have been given in billions and billions of doses worldwide with almost no problems or complications in the past. And, and this, this whole fake literature just came up while they're trying to sell this fraudulent vaccine and, and they're trying to discredit anything that works. So that's the worst story is the hidden therapies. Yes. The hidden therapies. And the idea that if you just keep your immune system strong, you know, the magnesium, the zinc, the vitamin C, all the things that we know, boost our immunity, that's a greater way of protecting yourself than any, any kind of vaccine, independent of, you know, all the problems with this vaccine. You know, Florida, Florida lifeguards have vitamin D levels of 130. And that, that if you spend enough time in the sun, you're going to be fine. Obviously, if you're older, have dark skin, it's not as easy, but um, they don't take vitamin D supplementations. And that's, that's off of the scale of what we consider normal. Um, if, you take, if you take enough vitamin D, you can push your levels up to the point where your chances of problems with the COVID or any of these viral illnesses uh, decline dramatically. Yeah, every day I spray myself with the electromagnesium and then I lay in the sun without sunscreen so that I'm sure because the magnesium is needed to convert the vitamin D from the sun into the whole, it. yeah the, the whole idea that we're we can't go out in the sun without fearing you know walk abroad in the sunlight without fearing melanoma and all this stuff that is a narrative that that dermatology came up with and it was invented by a Madison Avenue uh, marketing firm and I've documented that in my butchered by healthcare book. Yes. Um, and we know that the sunscreens are linked to skin cancer, <laughs> the chemicals in the sunscreen. Yeah. It's crazy. Sun. It's, 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 
criminal is what it is. Oh, so while I was multitasking while we were speaking and I found the name of the substance that has been found in the all the vaccines from all the brands, um, graphene, graphene. And this graphene operates like a razor blade and it's, it explains why people are getting the bleeds, the thrombosis. The end. Um, well, this this uh, this vaccination stuff is obviously has a lot of material in it, but the the ideas that it was invented to become a bioweapon or all that stuff. If if you know the history of Operation Warp Speed, that was such a cluster f that it can't pos- they can't possibly have done anything organized like that, and it was careless. It was rapid, and there are elements in this thing that are bad for you. But the idea that there are organized, it's an organized effort to make us extinct or anything like that, it seems pretty far-fetched to me. But, I, you know, who knows? With all the stuff we've seen in the last two years, anything's possible. Yeah, I mean, so what you're saying is, I don't know if it's like some global plan to uh, narrow down the population. You don't know about that. But you do know that as a result of Operation Warp Speed, the proper testing didn't occur. And the dangers were not uh, uncovered. That you do know. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we do know that Gates is a big fan. Uh, Gates and Fauci supplied the vast majority of research funding worldwide yes. during the last two or three years. I mean, it's a fantastic story that's well enumerated in uh, JFK or RFK Jr.'s uh, new book, uh, The Real um, Tony Fauci, um, which is available on Kindle for $3 right now. And I recommend it heavily. I mean, it's, it's just, it's a stunning expose and should be used as the indictments for this guy when he finally gets before court, if that ever happens. Right. Um, Let's take a break. We'll be back in a moment on Love Never Dies Radio and Dr. Turndorf, Turn on the Love. Love Never Dies is now on the Dream Vision 7 radio network every Wednesday and Thursday at 1 p.m. and 1 a.m. Eastern Time. Dr. Jamie Turndorf, also known as Dr. Love, is the number one international best-selling author of Love Never Dies, How to Reconnect and Make Peace with the Deceased. If you're grieving the loss of a loved one, tune in and find out how to reconnect and heal any unfinished business using Dr. Turndorf's groundbreaking new Dialoguing with the Departed technique. Visit AskDrLove.com to find out more. Hi, it's Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Did you know all it takes is one stress, one accident, or one illness to trigger PTSD? Did you know that all the stress associated with the pandemic has created what I call the new global PTSD pandemic stress syndrome? And don't be so quick to say I don't have PTSD because many conditions like depression, anxiety, pain syndrome, sleep disorders, and sexual dysfunctions are actually PTSD in disguise. Don't be fooled. Even after the pandemic is behind us, your PTSD will not go away by itself. 
Don't despair. In my latest book, If You Think You Don't Have PTSD, Think Again, I share a simple, research-backed, drug-free remedy for reversing the global PTSD pandemic stress syndrome. This is a solution your doctor doesn't likely know about. Read If You Think You Don't Have PTSD, Think Again today and be on the road to recovery right away. If you think you don't have PTSD, Think Again became a number one international bestseller within 24 hours of its publication. Grab your copy on Amazon and find out why. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe. Relax and enjoy. Let life flow. You're listening to Love Never Dies with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If you yearn to get along better with your life partner or spouse, friends, family members, and even co-workers, Dr. Turndorf's book, Kiss Your Fights Goodbye, Dr. Love's 10 Simple Steps to Cooling Conflict and Rekindling Your Relationship shows you how to turn conflict into connection for a lifetime of lasting love. Find out more about Kiss Your Fights Goodbye at AskDrLove.com. This is Love Never Dies with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. This show is for you, the listener. Once again, here's Dr. Turndorf. Hello again. Welcome back to Love Never Dies Radio and Dr. Turndorf, Turn on the Love. I'm talking with Dr. Robert Yoho, but he likes me to call him Robert. So before we took the break, we were discussing about about the, uh, the monstrosities that are occurring in the, the payoffs and so on and so on. Now, I wanted, I wanted to talk to you for a second about why you think the people who are mostly being hospitalized for COVID are the ones who have had the vaccine. Well, we, <laughs> it's obvious the vaccine doesn't work at all. I mean, it just, it doesn't have any, it doesn't convey, it doesn't confer any immunity at all. Right. But what I'm saying is the people who not only don't have immunity, they're sick. You know, early on, I started saying it's the vaccine that's making them sick. There's, you know, it's not even the COVID, it's the vaccine. Because why would it be that the people who get vaccinated the large majority of them are the ones who are in the hospital, not the non-vaccinated. So why would they be getting COVID? And the right. ones, you know, it's, what's going on? Uh, Jamie, let me, I, you know, I don't know about the whys. I know about what I'm seeing. So let me describe that for a second. Your listeners have probably heard of the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, VAERS. And in America, this thing, it's still functioning. And we've documented over 18,000 fatalities due to the vaccine. Now, you know exactly what's going on at the hospital level and all that. You know, I, it's, it's much more difficult to dissect out. But we do have this number and 80,000 hospitalizations and 800,000 bad reactions. Well, the thing about this reporting system is it's underreported because to report a problem, a form has to be submitted, submitted that takes 45 minutes to fill out and the doctors aren't going to do this. So the guesses about the underreporting are possibly 30 times 
In other words, there are many, many, many more fatalities, and it's getting covered up by these vaccine companies in cooperation with the censorship from the tech companies. It's an unbelievable story. And basically, nobody's in charge over here. We don't have a, a functioning system that can take these people and, and hold them to to account. Uh, but hopefully that, that's changing as a public perception and your good work and hopefully a little bit of my good work um, gets the word out. So some people think that the over 100,000 fatalities have happened in America alone. Some say even more. Um, so past vaccines are yanked from the market after they get 55-0 fatalities. I mean, it's just, it's an insane story. And the, the money involved is 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 gargantuan this is the most profitable set of medications in history so that you know i i've heard other people talking about you know gates saying uh, vaccines are big business great profit i wish i had known to invest in it sooner and you know i've heard you know i've seen these quotes from him so it looks like he's a humanitarian but in actuality he's making a fortune on a bioweapon that is lowering the population because there was a meeting with him and Fauci and they were all talking about, we've got to lower the world population. What better way than through this bioweapon, you lower the population and you make money doing it. He's he's a fan, early fan of Paul Ehrlich as was his father. Ehrlich was the population bomb guy. All, all those ideas are discredited. I mean, we know that the population in the world is going to grow and then it's going to taper off. Um, but Gates is uh, essentially, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a horrible criminal and his, his ideas are well-documented over decades. And so, I mean, I don't know what you do about a guy like that. He's got enough money to do whatever he wants. So I guess. Unbelievable. And, you know, and the thing that troubles me is, you know, I remember a psychiatrist, he was a psychiatry professor at Harvard, endorsed my first book. Uh, Till death do us part unless I kill you first. <laughs> he was a great guy, uh, John Mack. And he was a ufologist also. And Harvard really gave him a lot of uh, excrement. There you go. A nice euphemism. They gave him a lot of excrement over the, you know, his ufology work. And he said to me, uh, this was when Bush was running for office. And he said that he saw Bush using a tactic that Hitler used. You create mass panic. And when there's mass panic, people regress. This is fascinating what's happening. Here, I'm in the middle of winter. Do you see this? The bumblebee that's landing on me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're that, outside. That's fantastic. Yes, but it never happens. And to, today is the anniversary of my husband's birth. Wow. And he, he left his body from a bee sting. So this bee that came upon me is really a message from him that he is totally behind what we're doing. Isn't that amazing? That's wonderful. That has not happened to me ever since he left his body. So um, John Mack said that what you do is you create um, mass, mass terror, and then people regress into a childlike state. When you're in a childlike state, you can be led. So people are so terrified now. They're like little children. They're not thinking for themselves. So many aren't. Well, you know, this will help me. This will save me. My doctor says, well, if I get it, at least I won't die. This kind of thing. And so people are, are, are in, a, in a state of regress, childlike operation. It's a wall of propaganda. And it's, I, you know, I was not even fully red-pilled myself until 
four months ago, despite my background studying medical corruption. And I look at myself in the mirror, I think, him, him, I write about this, but it's, it's, I mean, maybe you understood it earlier and people like RFK Jr. understood it years ago. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's it's hard to get around all the propaganda, and the, the you got to understand that the these moneyed interests are are plastering us with this. I mean, it's just crazy. And you can't trust the mainstream media. They're the That's worst. Another thing, people think, well, but I saw it on the news. I read it in the paper. You're not going to get the real news that way. The, the stories are promoted by these corporations who fake, and I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And they they've. Basically, pharma has been doing this for decades, much worse the last 20 years, and they're the same strategies they were using before. They almost make up diseases, and then they invent cures, and they sell the cures. I mean, it's called disease mongering. And I mean, I, uh, it, it's, it just is hard to imagine the criminality. A better, a good explanation, another book people should consider looking at is Peter Bregan's book called Global Predators, uh, We Are the Prey. And that thing explains the whole thing from start to finish. It's published a little bit earlier than uh, RFK Jr.'s book. But RFK Jr.'s book is is kind of the whole thing in, in a quick, uh, quick read. It's very well written. It's easy to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, I, I saw David Wilcox tracking what happens to the whistleblowers and that so many of them, people who are intact, healthy, right? And then they come out and they speak like you're speaking and they end up committing suicide, right? <laughs> you're familiar with this, right? Yeah, I've heard the stories. Right, and that the way they commit suicide is like a classic hit. They hang themselves from a doorknob. That's, like, that's the way, but they're actually being assassinated. We're well, let's, let's hope we, I'm an obscure guy. Nobody's tried to kill me yet. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But what do I have to lose? I'm 68 years old. I mean, if people like me can't stand up and speak out, who can? Well, you know, it's funny because Jean, that's my husband in spirit, he and I wrote a novel based on a never-before-revealed church cover-up. He was a Jesuit priest. For most of his life, he taught at the Vatican University. So we wrote this novel. And... Um, Somebody said to me after he was stung by the bee that it was actually a drone. It was an assassination. So I, <coughs> I published the novel and we're going to be, it's going to be a, made into a film. So you now hear me. If, if I end up uh, hung by a doorknob, you'll know <laughs> that I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, I think just now your readers or your listeners probably understand all this, but I think we should go over the inexpensive proven treatments for viral illnesses that basically are, are clearly proven to work for COVID and would love decrease. It. And, and right. it, I love it. It's so important. And this is, everybody says your own natural immunity is so much better than even a, a vaccine that isn't a damaging bioweapon vaccine. Right. The, the, um, the statistics on this thing are the average age of death with COVID is 83, I believe, roughly. And the average age of death in ordinary population is 79. So this is killing. And the, the huge number of these people have tremendous health problems or are morbidly obese, which is the same thing. And by the way, you're sniffling because you just 
uh, got over COVID. I got my COVID vaccine card the hard way, <laughs> but I've got a real immunity, right? My vaccine card says positive on it. And so in a world of rationality, this thing would be acknowledged as much better than any idiocy of being inoculated. I want to sure understand what you mean, because you were being facetious. You mean your vaccine card is you didn't get the vaccine, you got the con you got the virus and developed your own antibodies. That's somebody somebody stuck a thing up my nose and proved that I got it. But you got it through yeah. the natural way, not through um, a vaccine. But I went now to you have natural immunity. I went to a Las Vegas book fair with fifteen hundred people from all over the world, <laughs> and so that did it. A few yeah. of them were coughing. And so since I'm 68, I got sick and I felt cr crummy for uh, two weeks. And I'm at about day 15 now. But I've got a true immunity. I don't have anything to worry about some made up uh, uh, new variant. Uh, basically, there have been a few people that have gotten COVID twice, but they don't seem to get a severe variant of it. And most people are done with COVID forever once they get it. Now, 50% of the people in the country have already gotten COVID, so we don't have anything to worry about. And if we return to rationality, and you know, even if they they claim that the vaccine card is necessary to go in a grocery store, my vaccine card is superior to any any vaccine card you can possibly imagine because I am incapable of transmitting or getting COVID ever again because I had it. Or you said if you get it again, it would be even lighter. It'd be very mild. I mean, there are some reports of that, but I I mean, basically the. The, the the majority of the studies and, and they basically say you're immune once you've had it to everything to all coronavirus problems but you know but a coronavirus is a cold it's <laughs> oh, a cold it's a cold did you have a fever did you have a dry cough did you lose your sense of taste all those I, I lost my sense of teeth i had a productive cough and uh my wife had a milder variant uh women don't seem to get it as uh bad and since i'm 68 I took all the therapies because I didn't want any chance or any consequential consequential chance of of getting really sick and having to go to the hospital and possibly getting assaulted with um, the the, the drugs that have yeah I, what is the name of the damn stuff that it kills twenty five percent of the people who take it yeah right I I don't even remember but and and so you took the ivermectin or the hydroxychloroquine. I took now I had already had vitamin D levels over 100 because I've taken a lot of vitamin D uh, and check the levels. Um, I've, I've been on vitamin C and zinc seems to be critical. Um, I didn't take quercetin, uh, although that seems to have some advantageous. Let's uh, take a break, okay? Because what we were going to do, we can do in the next and final segment, we'll go over the actual cocktail of what we should take to prevent and what we can take once, you know, if we do contract. The virus. All right. So let's just take a break and then we'll be right back in a moment. It's Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Did you know all it takes is one stress, one accident, or one illness to trigger PTSD? 
Did you know that all the stress associated with the pandemic has created what I call the new global PTSD pandemic stress syndrome? And don't be so quick to say I don't have PTSD because many conditions like depression, anxiety, pain syndrome, sleep disorders, and sexual dysfunctions are actually PTSD in disguise. And don't be fooled. Even after the pandemic is behind us, your PTSD will not go away by itself. Don't despair. In my latest book, If You Think You Don't Have PTSD, Think Again, I share a simple, research-backed, drug-free remedy for reversing the global PTSD pandemic stress syndrome. This is a solution your doctor doesn't likely know about. Read If You Think You Don't Have PTSD, Think Again today and be on the road to recovery right away. If you think you don't have PTSD, Think Again became a number one international bestseller within 24 hours of its publication. Grab your copy on Amazon and find out why. Love Never Dies is now on the Dream Vision 7 radio network every Wednesday and Thursday at 1 p.m. and 1 a.m. Eastern Time. Dr. Jamie Turndorf, also known as Dr. Love, is the number one international best-selling author of Love Never Dies, How to Reconnect and Make Peace with the Deceased. If you're grieving the loss of a loved one, tune in and find out how to reconnect and heal any unfinished business using Dr. Turndorf's groundbreaking new Dialoguing with the Departed technique. Visit AskDrLove.com to find out more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. You're listening to Love Never Dies with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If you can't stop crying over the bodily loss of a loved one, Dr. Turndorf's number one international bestseller, Love Never Dies, How to Reconnect and Make Peace with the Deceased, will show you how to toss out the tissues and transform your grief into joy using her groundbreaking new Dialoguing with the Departed technique that enables you to reconnect and even heal unfinished business with those in spirit without the assistance of a medium, channeler, or psychic. Sign up for Dr. Love's free newsletter at AskDrLove.com and receive an exciting gift, a free excerpt of Love Never Dies. And now, back to Love Never Dies with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Hello again. Welcome back to Love Never Dies Radio and Dr. Turndorf Turn on the Love on Binge Networks TV and Love Never Dies is on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. We're talking with Dr. Robert Yoho, he asked me to call him Robert and I, I'm being recalcitrant. Okay, so we're talking about how we're being butchered by healthcare in, in all of its forms. And we said in the final segment, we were gonna talk about what you can do to become independent of these kinds of assault, how you can boost your immunity, how you can treat yourself if you get uh, a COVID infection. So we started, you, you're talking about vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, quercetin, right? Before, before we dive into all the other stuff, uh, the other different drugs that should be used if you especially are older or have some compromise, 
<clears throat> if you're younger, this is a nothing burger. You're not going to die of COVID. I mean, it's just, it's a freaking viral illness, you know, but if you're 68, like I am, or you've got a medical problem, you should, cons you should certainly um, get these medications and, and be sure you're treated. But before I dive into the rest of the details about that, I just want to explain why these things are being covered up. And in some, in some African countries are even being destroyed in order to promote this profitable vaccine. The reason is because experimental drugs are illegal to market and the vaccine is an experimental drug if there are alternative therapies that work. So these, these companies, along with a host of other players, are they're so deep into this atrocity by now that they that backing down would be an admission that they're they've created genocide. I mean, they in the United States, we these medications collectively would save 85% of the fatalities and prevent a lot chloroquine, yeah. the ivermectin. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the vitamin D and vitamin C and so on and so forth. And the other things that I didn't mention, a lot of physicians prescribe an antibiotic uh, like uh, Zithromax or doxycycline to, to create a, a treatment for super infection with bacteria. Um, aspirin is a good idea because the, the uh, it, it decreases the uh, uh, blood clotting, uh, just an aspirin a day for a couple of weeks, and uh, steroids, either oral steroids like, um, uh, you know, uh, prednisone or uh, an inhaled steroid, decrease some of the late complications. There are other treatments that are more sophisticated and more aggressive if you're having troubles past two weeks. And they're not, this stuff is being withheld from us because the medical boards are in league with the whole thing. And these in California, I attempted to obtain these drugs for my primary care doctor, and he said they, quote, weren't the primary, weren't the standard of care, unquote. So you've got to get a hold of this stuff before and actually, uh, you know, treat yourself or you can get help online from America's frontline doctors who for $90 will call in the medications to your state and your pharmacy. And if you can beat your way past the, uh, the pharmacists who sometimes are influenced also to not, not uh, uh, dispense these drugs, you, you can get them. So uh, the hydroxychloroquine is widely available worldwide. It's over the counter in many countries. Parts of Africa that use ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine almost have no COVID. Now, they, people would say that's a coincidence, but it's not. The reason is, is they have this stuff available and people take it. And it, it they has very good antiviral properties and has been proven in hydroxychloroquine's case in 260 studies, in ivermectin's case in over 60 studies to have very good activity against these things. So, uh, you know, the... The best online treatment guide is from the AAPS, the American Academy of Physicians and Surgeons. So just Google AAPS. We'll put this in the show notes. Google AAPS COVID treatment, and you can download exactly what to do and what to take if you have the problem. And sooner rather than later is a good idea for treatment. And you can get these things from India. I don't know whether your listeners are understand, understand this, but you can order anything you want from India and 95% of it never gets intercepted. You may, you may waste a couple hundred dollars once, but um, I recommend you have this stuff in your medicine cabinet in case you get sick. And if you're sick, you'll be happy you took it. Okay, so I wrote, I wrote in the notes here in the chat, AAPS, and then the doctors, it's Americans, America's frontline doctors. That's correct. And I will send the links to you and you can stick it in the show notes. 
Okay, I'm putting that in. And the last, I'm putting it here too for people watching now who want to take notes right now. And the third thing you said, the last thing that you were referencing. Well, I, I think that you can just go online and order this stuff from India. It's not oh, expensive. Yeah, from in India, yeah. India, yeah. India supplies uh, well over, it supplies 50% of our generics. They're about, we're 90% plus generics now. The, the drug companies have gouged right. us so much that they're more reliable patent drugs are almost unavailable because they're so expensive. Right. And That's so, right. I mean, and I've got a chapter about that in Butchered by Healthcare, and you can read about why it works. Now, you know, I'm a, uh, you know, retired physician, and I would never recommend a veterinary source, but if you get desperate, you can go down to Tractor Supply and buy ivermectin over the counter and tell them you got a horse. Now, I wouldn't recommend taking the horse dose, but you have to figure out what 12 milligrams ivermectin is in terms of that paste, you know, and, uh, and you know, it's, they also have an, um, an injectable kind that's easier to measure. You can buy 1,500 milligrams of that stuff for about $45 at Tractor Supply, which is available in most of the country. So, you know, I certainly would never recommend a veterinary thing, but if you get if you cannot find it from anywhere else, um, you know, consider that. And I, you didn't hear it here. <laughs> but the, the, the idea is if you're in a high-risk group or over a certain age. Started during the first week. You treat it during, I had thought it was in the first few days, but you're saying- First few days is a good idea. Better first few days. I mean, I, I still got sick. I'm, I, you know, I'm not overweight. I'm pretty healthy. My D levels are high, but I was pretty sick for two weeks. Didn't get anything. I didn't get short of breath, but I was, you know, I was pretty sick. I had chills. You know, I bought the, um, at the start of this, I got the oxygen, you know, the oxygen monitor, you know, so that because supposedly if your oxygen goes below, I think it was 93, that's a problem. You have a low oxygen state. And here I am with all my crazy supplements and organic diet and I go, you know, everywhere and, and I haven't had a cold or anything, you know, nothing. And I don't wear masks because I don't want to breathe my own carbon dioxide. Yeah, the mask thing is completely fraudulent. The, the studies on masks just show it to be a complete sham, and it's a it's a mark of compliance, and it's it's basically an outrage. And, and I'm and I'm in LA. What? It's bad for your lungs. You I'm know? in LA County, and they're the next thing they're considering is, or I think that's going to happen is this, uh, you know, vaccine passport, and you know, I hope we can get it in the damn oh, grocery yeah. stores, but uh, maybe not. You know, <laughs> I'll have to drive to San Bernardino where they don't wear masks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What a world. I mean, I mean, I'm just hoping that people are starting to wake up to what's really going on here, you know. Well, that's that's what we're trying to do, Jamie, and I I think you're doing a, a much better job than I I am. You sound like you have a great platform. It sounds like I need to listen to it because I my peace of mind, my mental health is not good. I oh. think about this stuff all the time. You know what what I find so uh adorable about you <laughs> is I mean, most people, male female, whatever. Most people don't have the humility that you have. You know, you really are so humble. I have to listen to you. Oh, this would help me. Oh, what, you know, it shows what a very evolved person you are, you know, really evolved. It's a very, that's a very nice comp compliment. I'm mainly just an angry guy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm angry at my colleagues. I'm angry at the story. I'm, uh, there are many of us who are standing up, but the majority are sheep and they, they're afraid for their jobs. And of course I have the advantage. I don't, they, I can't get fired. And I, I, you know, 
<laughs> I mean, I'm I'm retired. Like many whistleblowers, like the whistleblowers that I based Butchered by Healthcare on, um, I, I started this after I quit. And uh, we've got medical journal editors who are notably Marsha Angel, who blew the whistle on this 15, 20 years ago about the uh, pharmaceutical company's mendacity and their criminal activity and all this. But, you know, they they all did it after they quit. Uh, Yeah, you you feel more immune. I have a very close friend who's a chiropractor in the south of France, and he's like, you know, just a revolutionary, you know, he, he thinks if he was an American in the civil war, he was just, he's a warrior. And he tells me that he's not going to be able to work. He won't be able to keep his shingle out and work in his profession if he doesn't get the jab. And he, of course, is not going to do it. So he's already created um, a new sign for himself where he's going to just abandon his license and work as a consultant, you know, a health consultant. Well, it's crazy. I mean, I'm happy. I'm not trying to make money and, and, uh, you know, cause this is obviously, this is not a dime in this for me. And, no, you know, my books have sold a few thousand copies, but it's not a profitable enterprise. So at this point now you're writing, you're speaking, you're doing appearances. So basically you're on a mission now. You know, our feet are in the alligator's mouth, Jamie, and there's no, no choice, but to fight. And it's not, it's not like I'm brave or I'm, I'm uh, heroic. It's that I understand how far gone we are. And I'm concerned about social breakdown now. I mean, the, 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 this, this globalist insanity that seems to want to destroy our economy and our constitution. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I'm thankful for places like Florida. It seems like we have a few refuges where we can go, but uh, for the rest, uh, I mean, it's a mess. Uh, there are some, countervailing narratives it does seem like the consciousness is being raised to some degree but i mean it just things don't look that good right now not really so if people want to uh reach out to you they would reach out to you through your website right i've got um a 50 of my books chapter by chapter at the website on his podcast um it's robertyohoauthor.com and if if anyone i mean there's information about covid and information about these uh hormone uh uh problems which uh which are are a whole nother subject and i mean it's it's an amazing amazing thing for women <coughs> and and men as well and uh more about healthcare corruption they can have a look at robertyohoauthor.com mm-hmm. and and are you traveling and giving talks as well in person or are you doing it online mostly? I do one of these things almost every day and I, I'm still trying to get more notice. I work on, uh, you know, writing and I'm going to stick my, and I update my, I've got a couple thousand people on my email list that I update every couple of weeks and tell them the latest, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a sad, sad story. I'm really glad that uh, you found your way to me. I re- I'm really glad I met you. It's a shame we don't live closer. I think we would be friends. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a kick uh, getting on. And it, it does seem like you have a substantial platform. Some of my people I've spoken to were 15-year-old kids in Dubai. Oh, my heavens. <laughs> I'm always very polite and, uh, you know, mentor oh them a little heavens. bit. Isn't that funny? That's adorable. But, you know, um, the French have a saying, petit à petit, l'oiseau fait son nid. Little by little, the bird makes its nest. So I think even if you're on a small show without a big following, even if you touch one person, you're making the nest. You're improving our world. 
You're doing a wonderful thing here. Really we, we have to fight. We're getting cannibalized. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I want you to know that my door is always open to you. Anytime you want to come back on to talk about any new findings, I'm, I welcome you on the show. Okay. Thank you. That's very generous of you. Love to have you anytime. Is there anything you'd like to say in the last minute we have, like a parting message? Uh, well, let, let me change subjects a little bit and talk about um, one factoid about bioidentical hormones. And that is, and this is going to be hard to believe, but if women started taking estrogen at the age of the change of life at around 50, they would prevent 85% of the Alzheimer's disease that they would subsequently get. Now that, I don't expect you to take that without some proof. And so what I did was I put 75 references printed in hormone secrets in an appendix because it's such an unbelievable story, but this is covered up by big pharma. This is something that they don't want. They want to sell Alzheimer's drugs that cost $2,000 a month and don't work. There's about 10 of those things. And even their inventors can't claim that they're very helpful. But this is, uh, the, the, Alzheimer's is the most expensive disease in medicine if you count long-term care costs. So that's just one tiny window into the hormone world. And you know, I was just, I think it's important that you, you again reiterate, you're talking about bioidentical hormones because the synthetic hormones are linked to increased cancer risk, but not the bioidentical. The synthetic hormones are not good, but they're far better than nothing. They still have their uses, but usage for long-term care and chronic use should never be done. And they're still getting advertised on TV. Exactly. The exactly. horse urine, estrogen, and the, the chemical progesterones. Yeah. Why don't we do a show on that? Because it's so funny. I didn't realize until today how strongly involved you are in the hormones. And all this week I was thinking, I really want to do a show about hormones. And here we are. So let's figure out a, a time to do another show about that. Jamie, I'd be delighted. And thank you so much. You're, you're a delightful host and you're knowledgeable. Sometimes I'm interviewed by 25-year-old people who, you know, have a hard time coming up with, uh, you know, <laughs> repartee, you know, to use the French, right? Well, merci. <laughs> a très bientôt, which means I'll see you very soon. Thank you again. Feel all better very soon. Everyone, take good care. I'll see you very soon. Bye-bye for now. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. <laughs>